when is the last time that you had some fun in your homeschooling? Were you really focused and prioritized on making sure that learning was enjoyable, that the days were enjoyable? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today in our January challenge. It's a brand new year, and I think that calls for having some fun. So grab your chai tea latte with some turmeric, and let's dive in. Cue the music. As moms, especially those of us who homeschool, taking care of ourselves is crucial. Just like when you're on a plane, before the plane takes off, they remind you to secure your own oxygen mask first before assisting others, including your child. Well, this podcast is your oxygen mask. I'm Inga, a certified life coach and educator with over 30 years in curriculum and instruction. Most importantly, I'm a homeschooling mom of four, and so I understand what it feels like to juggle it all. In this podcast, we'll tackle the stress and the challenges that come with homeschooling. We'll talk about simple ways to prioritize our holistic well-being and practical tips to make homeschooling a little bit easier. Sometimes we just need a reminder to be still and know that he is God, to pause, prepare, and recover from the demands of homeschooling and life. So friend, it's time to take a moment to catch your breath. Welcome back to another episode of the Catch Your Breath podcast and Happy New Year. If this is your first time joining me, thank you so very much for starting your new year off with me. Whoopee. And if you are back again, thank you so much for joining me again. Before we dive into a fun episode, I want to take a moment and check in on you. How are you doing? How have you started out 2024? Just pause for a second. We are in 2024. What? I want you to know that I am still in shock. I'm having a few moments. I had some moments the last week of December and I'm still having some moments now the first few days of January because I cannot believe how quickly 2023 came and went. I feel like I was just talking about all the things that I wanted to accomplish in 2023 and I closed my eyes a couple of times and we are in 2024 (laughs) and so I'm still having a moment but I am loving having this moment with you and so I want to know how are you doing I want to know if I'm the only one that's feeling this I can't be I know that there's 365 days in a year every single year except for our leap years and so I've come to terms with that But I feel like these days have just gone by way too quickly. And there's that saying that says that the years go by quickly, but the days go slowly. And that doesn't seem to be the case. It doesn't seem like the days went slowly either. Felt like every day I was like, I need a couple more hours in this day (laughs) to accomplish all of the things. But I know this is not Thanksgiving, but I just have to say thank you. Thank you for making 2023 so special for me. I was able to start this podcast, which is something that I have had in my heart and my mind for so long, and I am actually doing it. And every single time that you let me know how this is touching you, even when you just send me simple emails like, that was a good episode, I needed that, thank you so much, or a follow-up question, it solidifies over and over in my mind that this is worth it. (laughs) All the mistakes that I'm afraid that I'm going to make is worth it. Thank you for letting me show up encourage you with my quirky self all of the things it means so much to me and I truly 
am honored that I get to, to sit in this space. So when I look at all of the challenges of 2023, I can be excited about that, that I actually started the podcast that I've had in my spirit and that I get to talk to you. Every week, I get to encourage you. I am always thinking of what I want to say to you all the time. When I'm in my Bible study, if I, if I read something good, I'm like, ooh, that's a good, that's a podcast. Or I want to say this. Or if I'm just washing dishes and thinking, um, I'm like, that's a podcast. I need to say that. You're always on my mind. I'm always praying for you. And I appreciate that you give me a little bit of your space to talk to you. One of the best ways to combat stress is to have some fun, is to reset the atmosphere by having some fun. So our challenge for the month of January is to have some more fun, to focus on the fun, to kickstart your year with fun. I can hear you already saying, but what if I'm not the fun mom? And I want you to know you do not have to be. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all of them have done an injustice for us and made us feel like fun has to look a certain way in order for it to be enough for our children. And that is so not the truth because God knew who you were when he decided to give you the stewardship of his children, his children, those beautiful beings that you have. And he knew who you were and he said, okay, who they are is connected to who you are. And he knew. So I don't think that it's a requirement for you to be the fun mom. That's number one. And I have an episode coming up about that uh, later on in this series. So we're going to talk about that. But number two, we have to shift our mindset around what we mean by fun, when we, especially when we're thinking about it in terms of learning. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode. But in this episode, we're just going to talk about what the challenge is. I'm hoping to encourage you that it is not hard. And if you are listening to this while you're still on break, hopefully you will have time to set it up and be ready for it, which is going to be extremely easy because you're going to see how simple it is that it doesn't take a lot of setup. But I also want to encourage you about why this is a good thing to do. First of all, if you're anything like me, you want to know what is the challenge before I go into anything else. So let me just tell you what it is. Simple, super easy. I like to make the challenges as easy as possible. Do one fun thing in your homeschool each day or each week. You get to choose. If each day feels overwhelming for you, then don't do that. If each week feels more like something that you can handle, do that. This is not to cause you stress. And as we talk about a little bit about what fun is, then that is hopefully going to relieve even more stress. But that's the challenge. We're just going to do one fun thing in our homeschool every single day. And the other part of that is to come and share it in the community. The more you share, others share. And the more vulnerable we're able to be, the more others are able to be vulnerable. But Greater than the vulnerability is the the synergy that happens. When we come together and we start to talk about our things, we start to realize that we're not the only ones that are experiencing that. Somebody asks a question that we had and we go, oh yeah, I had that question. Or somebody talks about a thing that they did that was successful and you think, I want 
to try that. And then you do. And then you want to come back and say, that was so cool. Thank you for sharing that with me. Here's something I did. And before you know it, you start to feel that energy rise in the group. And so that energy starts to make a change. Trust me that it's going to be a good thing. And you're going to see the power that we can have when we have community with each other. So you're going to do your one fun thing and you're going to come in the group and you're going to share it. But why? Why am I prioritizing fun as a way to help us to reduce our stress? Well, first of all, let me say that is the reason. It's to help us to reduce our stress by focusing on making, I'll say learning enjoyable, but this doesn't have to necessarily be connected to learning. You could do the fun on your break, even if you want to. But I want to give you seven reasons why integrating some fun into your education, into your child's education, can significantly reduce the stress levels for you as the teaching parent, but also your child. Number one, it shifts the atmosphere. And I actually love to say that. I love, (laughs) when I was looking over that, I was like, we get to shift the atmosphere because I think about a song that we used to sing in our church. Um, And so when education is fun, it truly transforms the homeschooling environment. And if you have a lot of tension, if it seems very serious and you switch that to enjoyment and relaxation, then you're going to feel the atmosphere change. And that's naturally going to reduce the stress that you have. And it's going to reduce the anxiety for your child. And then An added piece to that is that it's going to then increase their cooperation. Children love to have fun. We know that, right? They love for something to be enjoyable. And so when they, when you do that, when you shift it, when you add that fun, they're going to be more cooperative and they're going to be more enthusiastic about the activity that you're having them do. And then because of their enthusiasm and their cooperation it's going to make teaching easier and more enjoyable for you and that's going to reduce your stress it's also going to reduce the potential for the conflicts that you guys have or may have when you're going back and forth Um, those meltdowns it's going to start to lift that up the third thing that it's going to do is enhance your enjoyment I love this because when we see our children having fun and being engaged it really does increase our own enjoyment and our satisfaction And that goes not just for that lesson, but overall for at the end of the day, when you're sitting down, you're thinking, you're reflecting because, you know, we have to reflect it. There's something about remembering that, oh, that was fun. They really enjoyed themselves. That then makes you want to do schooling the next day. And so that helps to relieve that stress and anxiety because you have those pleasant feelings about what you've done but also those feelings start to move forward for the rest of the day for the rest of the school year the fourth thing it does is it really helps you to flex your flexibility and your creativity muscles fun in education really does require you to be a little flexible it requires you to be a little creative and even if you're feeling like i'm not really creative when you start to intentionally focus and look for how you can make learning enjoyable how you can add an element of fun into your homeschool then you are flexing those muscles and then as you start to use them you'll start to see that you're doing it more often Uh, and it also changes your mindset it changes your mindset around what's possible and it helps you to really deal with the unpredictability that comes from homeschooling that can cause you stress and the challenges that are going to come from that because you're you're able to kind of see yourself your way out of that and these 
are science-based. So I should have said that. Psychology-based, science-based. I did my research to make sure. Some of the things I know, but I wanted to be able to back them up. This one is a really important one because when you implement fun, when you're focused on fun, you really reduce the pressure to perform. When you focus the, when you shift the focus, rather, I should say, to enjoying the learning process rather than this um, performance or producing, then it really does change the dynamics between you and your child in that lesson and in that moment because it releases the pressure from both you as the teaching parent and having to teach it perfectly and both in from them and and having to feel like they've got to perform the perfect outcome because you're laughing and you may you still have the desired outcome but there's a lot more there's a there's the tension is released as we talked about from number two and so now they're cooperating more and you're able to take off that pressure of that it has to be perfect that they have to perform that they've got to really focus on the the stringent piece of whatever the lesson is a fun activity can truly strengthen the bond between you and your child and this is going to help you to have some more harmony in your relationship when they're cooperative when they're enthusiastic when they're engaged, when they're enjoying what they're doing, and same goes for you, you guys are having that synergy. You're in harmony together, and it doesn't feel like you're on separate sides. You're in this together. And that truly can help when they're having a breakdown, when the thing is really hard, because it feels, even though you always are on their side, when you're both having fun, there's something about that, that when we do our highs and lows at night, my kids, when we've done something that's really been extremely fun, that's all they're talking about. And truly, you don't have as many discipline problems, which is always a beautiful thing, right? And then finally, the last one is that it gives you just a break from the routine. When you have some fun activities that you can implement, they feel you feel refreshed and it's reinvigorating for both you and your child and it can help to prevent burnout and 1000% it helps to reduce your stress and here's a bonus one that's really great for learning is that it boosts memory and it boosts learning so it's not just this thing that you're doing that's a waste of time even if it's not in the curriculum it truly is helping to increase their motivation increase the memory increase the learning so it's necessary so hopefully I have encouraged you and convinced you to really make fun a priority. But that can now feel like pressure if you're thinking about what that can look like. And so I want to relieve that. That this fun challenge can be super simple. So simple that you actually can do the same thing each day if you want. So you could choose for your fun activity every day to just do a board game. You could do the. Now, I will say you might want to change it up. So if you only have one board game, you can maybe run to the thrift store real quick to get it, um, to get some. But it doesn't have to be a board game. It can be a card game. It could be riddles. It could be jokes. We I've talked about that we do... Um, Nicole the math lady and she does brain breaks and so it's these corny jokes and that's a simple way of just adding in that laughter adding in that fun it's probably one of their favorite parts of the whole thing and it's super simple super easy to do you can just get a joke book 
Um, we have lots of board games. So that one is a real easy one for me to just pull out a different board game. And I love that board games now have an educational value. So I can count that as a part of the lesson, total win for me. So if I'm doing, we have some math games. And so for that day, I could just do the math game. Now you have the choice of replacing the activity. So you can choose to do something fun for the specific subject area. So you can think of what's a fun thing that I can do for reading. And it might be that you do a read a lot. We, I talked about in um, the previous episode doing a book club, which is a fun way of incorporating reading. And that's a simple, easy thing that you can do where your child now is still getting the reading instruction, but they're doing it in a way that's different. And you can make that a part of the fun where you say, okay, it's time to read the book and you can get tea or coffee. And I'll say whatever the thing is you like to do. So if you enjoy reading a book with some tea, then have um, tea and books. I was trying to think, you know, I was looking for an alliteration right there. You know, I was. That's going to be bugging me now. (laughs) But you can have something simple like that with reading for math you might want to try a board game because there's lots of different board games you can even look at a video online if that's something simple the most important part of this is that it needs to be simple so if you're thinking if you are thinking the next thing I'm going to do when I'm finished listening to this podcast or even if you're doing it while you're (laughs) while you're listening, if you're Googling fun things for homeschooling, there's nothing wrong with that. However, ask yourself when you look at the thing and you say, is it fun? And you probably think, oh, that looks like really fun. But ask yourself, do I really want to do that? Is it going to be simple? Because if it turns into a lot of preparation and a lot of expectation and a lot of all of that, then it's less fun. So you want it to be something super simple. Here is a way that you can do this. You can make a fun basket. Corny, I know, but it works. A fun basket, a fun bin, whatever you have around. You shouldn't need to get anything. And you can just put some fun things in there. You can put Nerf guns if you have it. Kids love Nerf guns. You can put some Nerf guns in there. You could put maybe some books that you like. Coloring, if that's fun for you, you could put coloring in there. Whatever it is that is fun you can put it in the basket but I hear you asking how do I know if it's fun well a couple of ways that you can know that number one is you can think about what is fun for you which I think that is extremely important to start there so if I were making my fun basket I would most definitely have some Nerf guns because I love playing with Nerf guns and I have we have several we have a whole bin of Nerf guns so I might have that there I might have my snowballs because we have I found the foam snowballs which are so fun if you live in a place where there is no snow so we could do a snowball fight I might have I have my um board games which there are a lot of them so I wouldn't be able to put all of them in the basket but I might say okay for this week I'm going to take out three so I would put that in there here is what I wouldn't put in there because it's not fun to me so I would not put coloring in there because coloring is not fun for me (laughs) but my children know that so they 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 know that I don't love to color I was traumatized in third grade no (laughs) 
<laughs> really did kind of, it's not something I love. Anyway, I, they know that I, I know that they love to color. They know that I don't love to color, but I'm always talking about my drawing skills. So I might put, and I actually am going to put, we just brought a tracing light board. And so the kids think it's hilarious that now I can draw. I'm doing air quotes with that because I can use that and trace over it. And so I might put that in there and see, I love to always connect it. So I might say, well, what are we talking about? Can I find something that's connected to that? And then I might trace it and then let them color that page because they love to do that. Um, I love hand lettering, so I might put something like that in there. And then, so I'll put those things based on myself, but then the next thing you wanna do is talk to your kids and ask them, what do you think is fun? What do you love to do? Some of the things you're gonna know because you know they like to do it, like I said, I know my kids love drawing, so I know that that's a big thing. And a caveat to that. What they might think is fun is video games. And so that is definitely up to you if you choose to do that. But if I were doing something like that with the video game, I might say, let's talk about the games that you like to play. And because this is for me is something that we're doing together. And I might say, all right, so I'm willing to play this game. So I'll put that in the basket that we'll play maybe one day. But I know from for my children, when we talk about like video games, if I say that I'm going to play, one of the things I tell them that is not fun for me is if they continually ask. So if they continually ask, when are we going to play it? Are we going to play it? Then that just kind of knocks it out. <laughs> but that is a key piece of it. You can create that little basket, but it's important that you're asking them what is fun, that you are talking about it, that you're getting an idea, and that you're actually looking at what are some of the non-negotiables. So non-negotiables would be that it's just going to be too much to do so for instance they say you know fun is going to the trampoline park and you're just like that's not something that I'm willing to do in the middle of the week then that's a non-negotiable it's not going to happen or if it's my daughter loves slime as I've said and there are there are many different slimes and it can be a, a hot mess and so for me I'm going to put that on our list but that's not going to be something that we're going to do every single day and it might not be that we make the slime. I may have her make it and then put some of the slime that she's made in the basket so we can just play with it or hold it. That's what I'm talking about when I say simple things. So you're going to start with yourself. What are some fun things that you like to do that you can incorporate and bring them into? So for instance, let's say you like knitting. Can you have them do some knitting with you? Can you get everybody whatever they need for knitting? And then every day for 10, 15 minutes, however long, can you do some knitting? Can you teach them that? But you just, you're sitting with them doing it. Now, let me say, if you're thinking that's not fun because I have to teach, then don't do it. That's the beauty of this. If it doesn't feel like fun to you, don't do it. But also be willing to try out some things that might not seem fun, but end up being fun. My son brought a card game home for us that he had done at Teen Group at Church and I didn't want to play it because it sounded just really convoluted and I didn't understand it. But I was like, okay, let's do it. And I had so much fun playing it. And so that's one of those things where you might have to kind of just push yourself out of your comfort zone. Now I'm saying a lot about fun, but I want to encourage you that when we're thinking about that word, it's really just enjoyment. So what would be 
enjoyable for you and your children. That's what's going to be fun. Fun doesn't necessarily mean that you're laughing all the time or that you're, I had started to say active before, that you're acting and active and moving. It's just that it's enjoyable. So fun could be if you feel like you're not the fun mom and you're just kind of feeling like this challenge is really challenging you, Google some jokes. Read one every day. I was going to say cut them up and put them in a jar, but if that's too much, just every day. Say, oh, brain break, and then read a joke. Or say to them, all right, who, who can come up with a joke? So you don't even have to look up with it. You can do an impromptu talent show. I love those. Um, once again, if it causes you stress, don't do it. But it's very simple to say, all right, so if you're one of the, you're looking like, I don't want to do it every single day, say, all right at the end of the week we're going to do a talent show and then each day you don't necessarily have to be a part of it but you can give them 20-30 minutes to practice their talent in in preparation for the talent show. I really just want to encourage you that this is fun based and, and what's enjoyable based on your children, your family, on you. So I always love to give you ideas but I always feel like I don't want to give you all of my things that I think it's fun and none of those things are fun for you or you're thinking okay that would be fun for my children I'll do it but it's not something that is going to be fun for you because this is when I say this challenge is to infuse your homeschool with fun a simple fun challenge every day I'm talking about you and your children so if you have if you're saying well I don't really know start with you what would be fun for you if fun for you would be them taking a nap for 20 minutes (laughs) You know, well, it, a power nap, that might be fun. But um, I just want you to really be intentional about doing something fun every day. And the reason why I say get the bin or the basket, that's the preparation. You can prepare early on so that there's not a lot of thinking that has to happen when you're in that moment. So that when the, the, your school starts back and you got everything going and it just feels too stressful to now think of something you already have a basket that you could just pull out something and do I want to encourage you that when I'm talking about fun I'm not talking about constantly feeling like you have to entertain your children I really want you to focus on simple and then after you've done that you can really let go of any external expectations of what fun should be. And the way you're going to do that is just by talking to your kids. Talk to, at, first, you're going to check in with yourself. Did I enjoy that? Was that fun? Why not? It's important to reflect on that because understanding why the thing that you thought was going to be fun wasn't fun helps you now for the next thing. So if it's that, I thought that was going to be fun, but my kids hate it, then you know, okay, it didn't work for the kids. And if you're, you're confused about why, ask them. Was that fun? Why didn't you think that was fun? So that's a reflection is asking at the end of the activity. You can do it right when you're done. Like, Did you guys have fun? Did you enjoy that? If they say no, why? Why? What do you wish we would have done differently? And if you can attach it to learning, then that's even better because when you're done with that, you can say, okay, what did we learn? My children, (laughs) I always laugh at them and they laugh at me because at this point they know almost everything and I was getting ready to say that we do in the school day but that's actually not true almost everything period all the time there's some sort of learning um, segment there's some learning that can happen and so at the end of the day if I start asking them questions about the activity or the thing that we did I can see especially my oldest be like okay 
I already know what you're going to ask mommy. And I'm like, what? And he'll say, you're going to say, what did we learn? Well, um, did you learn anything? So now I'm trying to change it up. Instead of saying, what did you learn? Say, did you learn anything? Was there anything new? And then I kind of try to plug it in. I know it's the teacher in me. I cannot help it. <laughs> I just want to encourage you that this is going to be a worthy challenge if you do it. And not that there's an either or, but I think sometimes when we're thinking about what learning has to be, sometimes we're thinking that it has to be fun, but what we really mean is it has to be engaging. And that is key. You must engage your child when you are teaching them. That is, learning can't happen if they're not engaged. So that's 100%. But learning can happen if you don't do the traditional fun thing. So we want to talk about that so that we can take the pressure off of feeling like every single lesson that we do has to be fun, has to have that fun factor. And I think when we do that, then when we get to the next episode after that, where we talk about really debunking this myth of the fun mom, that you must be the fun mom or the creative mom, that then you'll start to see like, oh, maybe I am. more fun than I thought or maybe I engage my child differently and I feel better about that I cannot wait to hear all of the fun things that you are going to be doing in your homeschooling this month I pray that doing this easing in not focusing so heavily on all the things that you think you must do, but just having that fun factor. I'm praying that you're going to see the outcome there and it will be something that you want to continue on for the rest of the school year. I'll be looking for you to share your fun things in our Facebook group. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode empowered, equipped, and most of all, encouraged you. Don't forget to share your thoughts on today's topics because I'd love to hear how you're implementing these strategies. And you can do that in the free community where you can connect with me and other like-minded moms. You'll get some practical tips for homeschooling and teaching your child, managing your stress, and prioritizing your self-care. You can also ask questions there. You can participate in the fun challenges. And of course, you can celebrate your wins because we like to party over there. Also, if this was helpful and you know that it can be helpful to someone else, leave a review or share this with another homeschooling mom who needs to catch her Mommy! Mommy! (laughs) Well, that's my cue. But before I go, I want to leave you with these words from Philippians 4, 6-7. I pray that you won't be anxious about anything, but that in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you would present your request to God and that you will experience the kind of peace that surpasses under Understanding as you navigate the stresses of life and homeschooling. Until next time, remember to take a moment to catch your breath. <laughs>